You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. No, 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 no one. No one. No one gives you fatties like Skippy and Fish. Show me the money. Let's, let's get it rolling. BetQL. Picking fatties. Hey, what's up, DJs? Welcome back. BetQL Picking Fatties. Sports betting podcast. Jason Bishop, your man Bish. Skippy is uh, not with us today under the weather, so he'll be back on Saturday. But my man DB, Dylan Burns, our producer extraordinaire, filling in like he does always. What's up, DB? How you doing up there in Freehold? Yeah, can't complain, man. Can't complain. The uh, hurricane's kind of on its way out here. Sky's going to open up soon. Might be able to get some golf in at the end of this week. So things are looking up. Yep. It's beautiful here, man. It rained for about six straight days. It was cold. It was in the 50s now today. Perfect. It's going to be 75 today and tomorrow. And then uh, in the 60s this weekend, but great fall weather, football weather, and baseball weather. And we'll get into that, too. So um, let's yeah. get into it. First of all, the, um, the Thursday night game is, of course, Indy and Denver at Denver. Your current number here I'm looking at is... Denver laying a field goal, minus 175 on the money line. 42 is your total. Coming back, the Colts are plus 155 on the money line. But, of course, the big story in this game is Jonathan Taylor will be out. And that kills them. That kills their offense because now they're more one-dimensional with Matt Ryan as opposed to having a really good balance with Jonathan Taylor and you know, Jonathan Taylor wasn't having a great year. He had a great week one where he had put up some big numbers, but the last three weeks have been just okay. Yeah. So now it's all about Matt Ryan and it's about, you know, throwing to Michael Pittman and Naheem Hines will have obviously play a big role, possibly Philip Lindsay. So how are you feeling about this game? Yeah, so initially just the matchup itself, I'm thinking kind of like rolling my eyes just based on the start that these two teams have gotten off to. And then again with the Jonathan Taylor injury, like you just mentioned, I mean, fantasy owners and Jonathan Taylor backers week to week, whoever's betting on his props. I mean, you got to be kicking yourself through four weeks of the season. And then we were talking about it a little bit before we came on here, Bish. I mean, who do you trust less, Naeem Hines or Philip Lindsay right now? And then you got Matt, Matt Ryan, who's going to have to – drop back probably 35, 40 times to give the Colts a real shot. And the man is a statue at this point. So it's it's difficult to envision the Colts putting a lot of points on the board tonight, uh, which means that Colts defense is going to be on the field a whole lot. So if there was ever a spot for the Broncos to get right on offense, I think tonight is a great opportunity for that. So I'm eyeing Denver overs on, uh, on the offensive side of the board. Yeah. We didn't mention Javante Williams, his uh, season-ended injury, too. So now Melvin Gordon is the guy. Latavius Murray, they signed him away from the Saints. Um, So I just think both running games are going to be ugly. And Denver at home, I just think, you know, if you're going to make 
Matt Ryan sit back there. He's already been sacked 15 times. So if you're going to drop him back there 35, 40 times, I just think guys like, um, you know, the the Bradley Chubbs of the world are just going to be licking their chops and come after yeah. him. I think they're going to put a lot of pressure on him. There's going to be a lot of blitzes. Denver's defensive coordinator, um, I think his last name's Averro. I think he likes to come after you a little bit. So I just think both um, running games will be stymied a little bit. I think Russell Wilson's going to have a big day. Hopefully he does. I got him on one of my fantasy squads. I got Cortland Sutton on one of my fantasy squads as well. Yep. So I'm hoping he targets Cortland Sutton 12 to 14 times tonight. I'm sure he'll throw it to Judy and maybe KJ Hamler or guys like that. But um, my my play on this game is I do like Denver laying the three. Sure. And I probably will play that. But I'm also going to play over the team total of Denver 22 and a half. That's what I see now. So I think they'll yeah. get to 23 points. Yeah. And, and Colts defense, you know, just in the early parts of the season – what how how would you describe it? I mean their defense? Yeah, like you know, I mean I ben think it's not, okay. And not break, I guess. I, I don't yeah, know. I mean, I mean they haven't been getting I mean they completely destroyed outside of the Jacksonville game where then even then they only let up twenty four points. It's the right. Colts offense that just has a complete ineptitude about them through four weeks. So I don't know. I mean, this is probably the best off uh, besides the Chiefs, obviously, the best offense that the Colts are gonna see. That's tough. Yeah, I agree. I, I I just think that, um, like I said, I just think this is going to be more of an offensive game. And, um, you know, obviously the Thursday primetime. Russell Wilson hasn't looked really good at all. Right. He put right. up some numbers last week with the three touchdowns, one rushing. But I think tonight, he, he eventually they're going to start getting in sync with those receivers. Um, I don't know where Indy's defense ranks league-wide. But, you know, like you said, they haven't given up more than 24 yeah, points well, yet. Right. But uh, you know, they're probably, like you said, they're probably a, a, a bend but don't break. I just think Russell Wilson will find ways to score points tonight, and I'll go over the 22-and-a-half. Hopefully, most of those are to Cortland Sutton. But um, do you, you were looking at a prop before the show. We were talking about Latavius Murray maybe being the touchdown vulture from Melvin Gordon at plus yeah, that's exactly a touchdown. That's exactly what I was looking at. So we were just talking about the backfields and who's, you know, who's available and things like that. And I'm sitting, I'm seeing Latavius Murray sitting there at plus 460 hmm. to score a touchdown. I think there's tremendous value on that, especially, God forbid, I mean, I got him on some of my fantasy squads. If Belvin Gordon fumbles again, or if he, they even get close to the goal line, do you stick with the guy, you know, who's been on the roster? Or do you not even like, at what point do you stop trusting the guy to hang on to the football? So Latavius Murray at plus 460 to score a touchdown is something that I'm keeping a close eye on tonight. I um, like yeah, I, I I just think it makes sense. I, I can just see it happening. What's the prop number on Naeem Hines to score a touchdown? Do you see that? In plus front of 195 you? for Naeem Hines. I like Hines that to too. I like that too. Yep. Yeah. Because if he's going to be throwing anybody out of the backfield, it's obviously going to be Hines. And, agreed. Uh, Agreed. I just think that's I just think he's gonna throw the ball a bunch. Look, he threw for Ryan threw for three hundred and fifty-six yards yeah. in in the Tennessee loss. He threw for three fifty-two in week one against Houston, which ended up being a tie. Right. So I uh, I see that kind of a similar number. I think he'll be up in the forty to forty-five attempts and probably get to that three hundred number. So I, I yeah. like both of those. 
outside of the big names on both sides of the ball, on both both offenses here, I mean, past like Jerry Judy, there's some pretty decent numbers out there for touchdown scores tonight. So like I don't know. Matt Ryan loves his tight ends in the red zone. Mo Alley Cox is sitting there at plus 430 to score a touchdown. That's another number that I really like that I'm looking at. Uh, Russell Wilson, if you think he's going to take off and run again, plus 650. Denver's defense, plus 800. But I could see Matt Ryan sack fumble for a touchdown for Denver. And uh, you mentioned it earlier, Bish, and I, I kind of dove into it a little bit. Uh, you mentioned Bradley Chubb getting to the mm-hmm. quarterback, and my antenna kind of went up there. Plus 112. Mm-hmm. To record a sack, just yes or no. Will Bradley Chubb have a sack tonight? At plus, I like money? it. I yeah, like it. That might be something that I play. Because Matt Ryan, like you said, he's a fucking statue, man. He'll be sitting back there. He ain't gonna move out of anybody's way. So, dude, his cleats are made like of it. cinder blocks these days. He's yep. just brutal. He's brutal. I see Colts fans losing their mind on Twitter too, saying that this is much worse than Rivers and any other old quarterback experiment that they've had. That Matt Ryan is just so immobile right now that it's making it tough for them to watch. I like it. All right, let's get into uh, baseball real quick. Uh, obviously, the playoffs start tomorrow. Four wild card series, all best of threes, hosted by the higher seed. Um, it'll start at twelve oh seven. I thought this game was going to start at one. They're going to start it earlier. Twelve oh seven in Cleveland, Tampa, Cleveland, game one. There, it'll be Shane McClanahan against Shane Bieber. Philly, St. Louis will be your second series, starting at two oh seven. That'll be Wheeler, and I'm not sure who the Cardinals are going with yet. It might be Michaelis or might be Wainwright. I'm guessing it'll be Wainwright, but who knows? Seattle at Toronto, 407. That'll be Castillo, Luis Castillo, who, of course, the Mariners acquired before the trade deadline from Cincy against Manoa. And then the series that I know you are all over, my friend, and that's the Pods Oof. in New York against the Mets. Oof. This will be Darvish against Mad Max. At 8.07, of course, it's the primetime game. And uh, we'll get into the series prices here in a second. But just give me how you're feeling about this series in general. Best of three. Anything can happen in a best of three, even though you have home field. I would be a little worried about Max because I'm he, terrified. Really hasn't been, I, he hasn't been the same since he got that oblique issue and uh, yeah. came off the IL. He has not looked great. And remember what happened last year with the Dodgers. He had missed game six against the Braves because of like a tired arm or a dead arm. So I would be a little worried about Max. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm just worried about the team as a whole right now. I mean, there's good for them. Hats off to them for sweeping the nationals to end the season. There were three games. Their offense looks like it was rolling, but it was the polar opposite of that, you know, earlier in the week against the Braves. So I just don't know which Mets team is going to show up. That's, that's where I'm at with them right now is good. And I say that like they haven't been, you know, 24 games over 500 in the last you know month and a half or so. But still, I mean, against a team like San Diego, who's got individuals in their lineup scattered throughout up and down one through nine, who can beat you single-handedly, like Manny Machado can win you a game. Juan Soto can win you a game. And Mets oh, yeah. pitchers are subject to the home run ball. So it, it's it's dicey. Tight butthole. Tight butthole. Just walking around tight. Oh, let That's me see. Uh, you got a tight-ass sphincter. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's it. I'm just clenching yeah. all day. That's it. I'm terrified. Well, like I said, I would be worried about Max. And then, you know, DeGrom looked so good when he was finally activated. But then his last three starts, uh, you know more than me about him. But doesn't his ERA hover around six in his last three starts? So he hadn't been great in the last yeah, three weeks. Yeah, because he, he got rocked in uh, Oakland, letting up five runs. 
more concerning with him, I mean, aside from his health, I mean, Buck is messing around with the rotation now. I don't know if you saw this. They're thinking about starting Scherzer game one and Bassett game two, anticipating a sweep and then starting DeGrom game three, uh, game one versus the Dodgers. It's like, dude, you, you've been preaching you can't, you know, plan ahead like that all season long with the rotation. He's saying, you know, you got to, oh, you got to win one game at a time. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah. Well, and then the Padres starters, the Padres starters, they don't suck. I mean, Darvish going game one. He has an ERA of three at 16 wins. Musgrove, I would assume, goes game two. Maybe him or Snell. Either one of those guys, legit. I mean, they've got... They've got competent starters who can go deep into to games that they have experience. So I and wouldn't fuck Darvish around too much. Kills the Mets. Darvish kills right. the Mets. And not for nothing. I mean, the Padres kicked the Mets' ass earlier this season. So it, it's it's a toss-up. More than uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what what the general consensus is because honestly, I'm a little uh, underwater as far as my fandom and how I'm able to perceive this matchup. But the Mets at two to one. For the series price, I'm looking all Padres if I'm betting on this series. I'm that, that's that's really the one look that I can give. Well, just in terms of uh, tomorrow night's game, I'm looking right now at the numbers, and uh, Max is minus one forty-five. Darvish coming back is plus one thirty. I think that's good value. Look, I'm anti-Padres. I just think the fact that AJ Preller went all in, making all these trades and trading his entire farm system to the Nats for for Soto. And Josh Bell and they're going out and getting Hater. And he thinks he, he's look, he's going all in for the next couple of years to beat the Dodgers. And I don't think that they're gonna beat the Dodgers. Yeah. I still I still I still would take the Mets for the series, but tomorrow is a huge game. If whoever goes up 1-0, it's obviously a huge deal. Yeah. Um yeah. but and that's what I'm but, saying. Like, how can you mess around like that? How like how do you well let's see what let's see what Buck does because things change you know maybe he's just talking a lot of shit and you know I would be surprised if Degrom doesn't go game two just close him out don't even fuck with it all right so if Bassett has to go game one against the Dodgers then he goes game one against the Dodgers but you got you got to advance you got to advance yes exactly that's my whole point that's my whole point it's like I I don't I don't think uh, as good as the Mets are I mean. I'm sitting here talking about a 101-win team. Mm-hmm. Like, is anybody at this time in the year good enough to get cute with their rotation and things like that? You know what I mean? Like, you, you can't uh-huh. – you can't over – just got to win one game at well, a time. And that's why it was so huge for the Braves to win that division. Yeah. They, they come back from down 10.5 on June 1st to the Mets. Mets had a 10.5-game lead. Huge. Fucking huge. 
Um, that's why it's so big to win the division, have those extra five days off, rest your bench, rest your bullpen, rest those guys, and now they can just let those other guys battle it out and play extra baseball. So, um, Fish, the, yeah. the Mets went 64 and 23 in the same span that the Braves closed a 10 and a half game gap. Sick. 64 and 23. The Braves won the 74 games. Yep. 74 games in that same spot. That's ridiculous. Well, the Braves had a better record. I believe the Braves had a better record since June 1st than the Dodgers. And the Dodgers won 111 games. Think about that. It's ridiculous. So, um, all right, real quick, the series prices. You already talked about the Padres, plus 145. Mets coming up. I see minus 175. Maybe it's a little higher, depending on where you're looking. Phillies, plus 105 against the Cards, minus 135. thing that would worry me about if I was a Phillies fan is just – First of all, their defense. Secondly, their pitching right. uh, and playing on the road. Now, the Cardinals haven't been great in the last couple of weeks. I think they've only won six of their last 14. But I would still take the Cardinals in that. Mariners, plus 130 against the Blue Jays, minus 160, big number. And the Rays and Guardians are basically a pick em. That'll be interesting. But um, I can see why if you want to do a little emotional hedge play, take the Padres plus 145 to win the series and – and then you're happy either way. That's the way yeah. I would look at it. Yeah, bet the Mets game by game and take the Padres for the series just to make a little money on that. I mean, not not for nothing, Bish. I, how, I think this Mariners-Blue Jays series is going to be electric. That That's like – I know it's not the sexy matchup, I guess, just based on where we live, you know, mm-hmm. Toronto, like polar opposite ends of the country or the continent for that matter. Yep. But – um. Damn, man, but why why can't the Mariners win this series? I think they can. Um, I guess the only question I would have is, um, you know, Luis Castillo, who they traded for to kind of be that number one guy, he's just been okay. He's just been okay the last few starts for Seattle. Um, And Toronto has just been, I mean, their lineup is just so much better than Seattle's, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're just much much deeper offensively. That's the thing I would worry about with Seattle is just how do they come out in game one with right. Castillo, and right. and can they match the offense that Toronto gives you? But I could, yeah. I think it'll be a good series. I think that could go three. Yeah, um, I just worry about the offense for Seattle. That's all. I hear you. I hear. You. Yeah. Yeah. God, I'm just looking at all these series prices, man. And in Seattle hasn't been to the playoffs in 21 years and I know it doesn't really matter baked into the price and all that stuff but like how are the Padres how do the Padres have the longest odds to win their series how does that make sense there's no way like if you just just look at it from the perspective of which one of these wild card teams can advance mm-hmm. I don't see the pot like the, there's and I know it's matchup based but there's no way the Padres have the longest odds like how do you not look at that? And just say like I ha- like you have to. Well, I, I would just say the only reason those numbers are that high for the Mets is because of Max and Degrom. You yeah. know, I mean, and obviously the success of the and the regular season, and they're such a good home team. But right with Max and Degrom, assuming those guys are in true form, which I don't think they will be, but uh, maybe Degrom. Is there. Yeah, that's why they're so high. So. That would be a huge upset if the Padres went in there and took a couple, especially oh, if, they, it, if, if they beat Max. If they beat Max, you know DeGrom's going game two. You uh, know 100%. 100%. 100%. I, I'm already mentally prepared 
Okay. I, I'm, it's all like we got Knicks preseason basketball on my TV over here. You got the Dolphins mm-hmm. winning games. Okay. So I'm already mentally right. prepared to move on from the Mets this season. I'm mentally prepared, but that's just how I'm conditioned. 27 years. Don't give up yet. Don't give up yet, DB. Come on, man. Don't give up on me. I know what you'll be doing tomorrow night. What's uh, that? About 8.07. You'll be watching your boys. Oh, glued. 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 Phone's off. Don't talk. (laughs) All right. So I I like the Broncos over team total, 22 and a half. Uh, I do like on a smaller play, the Broncos laying the three. You like a couple of props. I know that. Um, any other things you like before we get out of here? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to be playing Mo Ali cox touchdown, Latavius Murray touchdown, and um, Denver to cover. Uh, yeah, Denver to, Denver to cover. I might even buy it. I'm looking at three and a half right now. I might buy through that key number and go to two and a half. Love it. All right, got to get out of here. We'll be back on Saturday morning to preview all the college football and, of course, recap Game ones of the uh, wild card series. Skippy should be back by then. DB, thanks for filling in, bro. Thank you. I'll talk to you Saturday. What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to BetQL picking fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Leave a rating, and you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week, and we're giving out. Peace.